Hi, I'm Nicole. I'm Shiv. And I'm Jaren. And this is Clearly Unclear, the podcast where we talk about pretty much anything that we find interesting. From movies to politics, philosophy to medicine, personal experiences to barroom chats. Join us for a casual conversation among friends, interspersed with the exploration of curious minds seeking to understand the world around them. This journey is bound to be clearly unclear. So, um, <laughs> Nicole recently brought up um, the topic of personalities and she asked each of us if we had done a personality test. And um, me and Nicole had done uh, a similar one. So I did one um, by the website 16 Personalities and Nicole, she did it by a website from, what is the website called? I think it's called Truity, yeah. but it's basically the same thing. We thought so. it would be a cool idea to get Shiv to do it as well because um, he hadn't done it before. So Shiv, um, you just did it. Uh, what are your results? Oh boy. Um, it's kind of weird because they gave me like, they gave me three different personality types that I could be. So it's uh-huh. either um, ENTJ, INTJ, or INTP. Which one is on the top? ENTJ. Oh god, but the same personality type. This is so funny. I mean, you called it, Nick. You called it. But did you, didn't you yeah, say that you're... 54% you're... for introversion. What on earth? Maybe then I think you're Probably. INTJ then. Uh, they said ENTJ and INTJ are very good matches. Jay, what was your type um, again? I, ISFPT. So what? introverted, observant, feeling, prospecting. Is that everything opposite of you, Shift? Wait, introverted is pretty much... Well, how, how many percent was your introversion? Uh, 56%. Yep. That's pretty similar. I was 54. Energy? And the next one is... What was yours? Energy. So I got 51% observant. So it's like nothing... No, no oh. difference there. Because like the next one for mine is sensing versus intuition. I don't know... Ooh. Oh, did you did you do it on sixteen personalities or did you do it no, on Nicole's? Ah, okay, that, that makes sense. Then. But yeah. I assume intuition is observant. Yeah. So so mine the my categories are observant and intuitive. Ah, okay. So you're more sensing is observant yeah. then. So you're more observant than intuitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your percentage split? Fifty-one <laughs> percent. Oh wow. And then they said you're mostly all right. Yeah, sure. You Mine can... was fifty-three percent intuition. Wow, what? That's really interesting because I'm sixty-one percent intuition. Hmm. So it says here, um, sensors or I assume observers focus on observing sights, sounds, sensations, noticing details, experiencing the present moment, concrete, provable facts, realism and practicality, knowledge from past experience. That's you, Jay. <laughs> Is yeah, fifty-one percent of me, I guess. Fifty-one percent. Yeah. Um. How about thinking and feeling shift for you? Uh. <laughs> what was it for you? Uh, mine was seventy-five percent feeling, twenty-five percent thinking. Oh. oh, interesting. Mine was eighty-nine percent thinking. Wait. Uh, <laughs> I mean. I'm exactly fifty-fifty percent wow. split though. So like we we have like that's interesting. We we cover all like the ends of the spectrum, like the feeling, like center and thinking. Wow. So actually, in that sense, we're all really different. Hmm. Hmm. 
But it's really funny that me and Shiv are the yeah. most similar. It's a, it's a good tag team combo, you know. A good attacking combo. <laughs> and Shiv, I'm surprised that you're not more extroverted. Why? I mean, I don't. Yeah. Do I seem extroverted? I think, from knowing Shiv, I think I agree with that he's more introverted. To be honest, yeah. I think he has a lot of strong viewpoints, but um, he, I think he'll really only bring bring it up with people around him or when um he feels it needs to be said. He, like he won't say it just for um the purpose of like saying it to grab people's attention or whatever. So I don't think he's a very extroverted person. I think the reason why I think that I'm surprised that he's more extroverted is because he's not an introvert in the like classic introvert sense where he doesn't just mm. like prefer to keep to himself because if he has something that he wants to say or the, that he thinks is important, he will say it. And he does take on a leadership role in a lot of things that we've done at school so far. Mm. You know what I mean? So in that way, I'm surprised that he is. What, do you, what do you think? Shif? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's 54%. So it's not like, it's, it's not yeah, a true. lot of introversion. But yeah, I mean, I sort of agree with, with both of you. Uh, like my extroversion is not like, I, I don't depend on people, but I will say what needs to be said if it needs to be said. And um, was there like a turbulent assertive section for you? Mm. No, that wasn't. I think that's specific to that website that you so, use. Yeah. So like, okay, let's see. Um, turbulent means you're self-conscious and sensitive to stress. You're likely to experience a wide range of emotions and to be success-driven, perfectionistic, and eager to improve. Do you think that um, describes you, Shiv? I think that describes all three of us. Self-conscious, sensitive <laughs> to stress, um, wide range of emotions. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, but I wouldn't say I'm per perfectionistic though. Not not one bit. Y'all? I would say that Shiv and I are quite perfectionist yeah. but in a diff in different ways how are you perfectionist like in what aspect in the work i do i guess in the way i present things that i'm doing to others so if i'm part of a team or whatever what like my input has to be perfect mm. not so much other people if other people doesn't do so well i will help them out but i don't really put pressure on them to be perfect i guess uh, i'm i'm interested in in what it says for like your relationships and your friendships and, and whatnot. Da da da. Where's relationship? Okay. What the hell? It's pretty much the same. In romance, people with ar the archetype personality type approach things the way they do most situations. They create a well designed plan with precise expectations. I don't feel like that's me. Right? <laughs> no, I mean. I mean, I wouldn't know. I really, I don't plan pretty much anything. I mean, wait, who would plan to get in a relationship? Though? Like, like, all right, so I'm going to get um, a girlfriend by 25. I'm going to get married by 28. <laughs> I'm going to have a family by 32. I'm settled down in a house in Subang or something. I'll be neighbors with our upcoming guests. You guys uh, will want to listen in to this. Um, Sean from Subang. Sean we haven't told him about it, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's he's gonna be one of our guests soon. Okay. Apologies. I mean, this is oh, this, this is true though. They said they rarely fall heads over heels in love, 
in a way that involves spontaneous passion and romance. Mm. But Jay, going back to what you said about planning, I think it's more of a subconscious thing. Uh-huh. Like, not a lot of people plan it out, but they do feel like, oh, I am this age, I should be in a relationship now, or I should be looking for a girlfriend. Mm. Okay, that's fair. How about friendships? I think that will be more, that will be yeah. interesting. So for me, it says, in friendship, commanders seek personal growth and inspiration mm. and often have a plan for how to accomplish it. Mm. Friendships of circumstance oh. and built on things like shared routines are not a commander's preferred method. But the problem is most of my friendships are friendships of circumstance. Right. Like all my friends are friends from school. Jay, how about you? Um, it says I'm laid back and spontaneous. I won't bog, thing, bog things down with arguments or structured long-term plans. Intellectually exhausting pastimes like debates over European economic policy won't hold the attention long. Mm. I don't want to talk, I want to play. You know what, I think that's uh, not entirely true. Like, I do like talking things out, but to be honest, I feel more comfortable um, when I'm in a group of friends, when we're doing something, most of the time. Mm. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know, I feel more comfortable in situations like this. But yeah. mm. Let's see. Lots of personal space and freedom are essential. Yeah, pretty much that's it. You, Shiv? Um, They said that uh, architects tend to have more success in developing friendships than they do with romantic relationships. Uh, but they are difficult for others to get to know. And we don't always want to bother with anyone else they believe isn't on their level. So what do you think, Shiv? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, actually, what, what do you think, Shiv? <laughs> uh, I guess it's pretty true. It's not. It's not like hundred percent true. It's not that I like. If someone I don't consider on my level, I just, I just shun them. Uh-huh. I have friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I prefer those types of friends. I guess. I see. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be a bad thing either. I think it's just a matter of. Preference and that preference is quite subconscious as well sometimes. So like, true. It's not like I not actively seek those friends. Yes. Correct. Yeah. I feel like the personality tests are just stating what we do subconsciously so we realize maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I guess sometimes like issues with personality tests is um like you you can sometimes tend to take choices that you um, like you create like an image of your, yourself that you desire to be and the personality test reflects that sometimes so like it's not always entirely accurate but then again it can never be 100% accurate Shiv also was talking about like enneagrams which is the other personality type yes. oh yeah yep this one what, what was your what were you guys oh your, yours was one right Nicole? Nick you go I was one wing two ooh Interesting. One wing. But I'm not really sure how these this this personality type works. The idea. Have you have have you like um clicked type one and like looked into it? You are the reformer. Perfectionist, responsible, fixated on improvement. Hmm. 
So what does the wing mean? Is that where you are going towards? Or where you would like to develop towards? I think it's like it's um, the side of your personality that doesn't really fit with your main type. So you have like aspects of other types. Ah, I see. Okay. So Nick was a one, uh, one wing two. Jay, what are you? Um, I was a nine ah. wing one. Nine oh. one. So I guess a peacemaker and a reformer. I feel like peace, peacemaker fits you really well. Yeah. <laughs> I think, how about you? Do you think one fits you well, Nick? The reformer, well, the three words that are like on the top is like perfectionist, responsible, fixated on improvement. I think that's true. Mm. They are always aware of flaws in themselves, others, and the situations in which they find themselves. Mm. This is extremely true. That's scary. <laughs> Do you think you fit peace? I, I think so. I think definitely more so than adventure. Like a lot of the, a lot of the stuff here, I can definitely um relate to. Let's see. There was something that they mentioned that struck me quite deeply. Um, being overlooked is often a source of deep sadness in nines, a sadness that they scarcely ever give voice to. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, wow. You just want to call me out like that. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, Shiv, what was your, um, your type? It was three with four. Three, three is... wings forward. The achiever. Right, yeah. And then four is the individualist. Yeah, I think <laughs> I know validation. Yeah, that part, like I, I take issue with that. I don't think I do most things for external validation, but certainly the fears yeah. are are justified. Like what is it? Or the weaknesses? Yeah. Difficulty accepting loss or disappointment. That's true. <laughs> Tendency to face self doubt in stressful circumstances. That's true. <laughs> I mean, actually, it's quite fascinating to like to to see that we have really quite different personalities. So. Mm. Do you think personality types are constant? Do you do you think um there are certain core aspects that will remain with us through our whole lives? I think our personality itself is shaped a lot by our circumstances. But for me, personality, my personality has shifted a lot. Shiv, do you feel that you've, your personality has shifted over the years? Um, I, okay, I'm hesitant to bring this up, but there's a theory, right, um, uh-huh. by David Hume. And he is basically, because yep. you know how in psychology there's this concept of the self, basically okay. who we are. Um, uh-huh. David Hume said that there's no such thing as the self and all we are was really uh, bundles of perceptions. So essentially all of our experiences shift who we are. For instance, we're not the same person that we were when we were five years old, shall we say. And he attributes that to the reason uh, that we experience more things now than we do when we are younger, if that makes sense. Mm. 
but yeah so like yeah. in his view like our personality is constantly changing and it's linked to whatever we do whatever we experience mm. but obviously that's i mean that brings up serious issues as to how you identify with yourself because if we're constantly changing then who are we how about you jay personality yeah. i guess this won't be a very coherent question but i guess how much of our personality is is artificial to the point where but to the point where we have practiced it so much in daily life that it has just become like natural like i'm not sure if, if that's a a legitimate question but like i feel that sometimes you can you can create like a like a alternate personality for yourself like an artificial one that might not be at your core but um, you practice it so much i mean with others that 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 just becomes uh, in a way who you are mm. as in how much of what you portray is really your real personality i guess so mm. Mm. but interestingly wouldn't even that fake personality wouldn't that be a part of your real personality because everything about you is made by you anyway Ooh, that's a contentious argument. I mean, yeah, I I guess because you have to determine to what extent, like as you extent, our personalities are shaped by us and by the environment, and we really don't know to what extent it's shaped by either one. So I guess that's a big mm. problem. The big issue with personality tests is that it is offering us. A box that our personality is supposed to fit into, or a few boxes. So it is telling us that this is what we are now, and I think it can be limiting in the sense that we may feel the need to remain in this personality type, or to improve as this personality type suggests we improve,、mm. rather than just approaching it more freely. But I think it it also provides a framework for those people who truly like have problems and don't know what to do about them. I know、um, Jordan Peterson has a personality test, but it's paid, and like、um, a lot of university. Oh wait, Nick, do you know who、um, Jordan Peterson is? Oh, I know. He wrote that book, The Twelve Rules for Life. Yeah. Wait, have you read it? Read that? No, I have not. I have not. Shiv, Shiv has read it. Yes, can. But I next see you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Shiv, have you heard of his personality no, test? No, I haven't. I haven't heard of it. Hmm. It's it's called Understand Myself, and it's um based on the Big Five. So I guess it's like extroversion, introversion. Um. <gasps> there's like neuroticism and um, con conscientious. Ah,、uh, conscientiousness. Thank you,、yeah. Shiv. Openness and agreeableness, and um, a lot of. College students take it, but also people in the workplace, and、um, like as you said, it it does help provide a framework for them、uh, where、um, they can be trained on certain aspects. Like for example, agreeableness. Like say they're very high on agreeableness, that might not be very beneficial in the workplace. So um, um, they can help train such individuals who tested high on for agreeableness to become more assertive and、uh, more demanding in the workplace to be able to get like.、Um, You know, better results and get higher salaries or get better incentives, stuff like that. So I think personality tests they do have their fallbacks, but definitely 
um, they do have a lot of potential to help people despite the boxes that um, they presume to fit people. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because if I guess the premise of this is that they would work on aspects of their personality that they are weaker in. So that's changing their personality essentially. Mm -hmm. But that would be for the better, would it? Because I think you were saying something about how how much of our personality is actually our own versus something that we make. Mm. Okay, never mind. Mm. <laughs> No, but do you guys believe like there's an ideal personality? Like certain personalities are better um, than others? Or... Oof. Mm. The safe answer would be every personality has its place. But the Nicole answer? But... I... I like some more than others, obviously. Mm. <laughs> Probably. I think it's all personal preference. I think it's all relative to each other. So each personality type will perceive each other personality type through the lens of what their personality is, I guess. Yeah, so yeah. it depends on your personality. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with what you said. Like, in, in my viewpoint, like a very optimistic standpoint would be like, oh, the world would be a much better place um, if everyone was perhaps more agreeable, um, if everyone was perhaps more open, um, more, um, Jeff, can you help me pronounce it? More, uh, yes, correct. Yeah. So, but I think that's a very big picture, optimistic viewpoint. But when you look at the, the really small details, like different personalities are really needed for like different roles. Like, um, so I was taking PE and we were talking about management. So like, uh, it mentioned about how um, in uh, reasonably fair situations, like moderate situations, um, someone who is open and agreeable and more democratic will be able to lead the team well. But in more highly unfavorable situations, um, you would need someone who is more autocratic, someone who is more willing to take leadership and make the hard calls, make decisions on his own without necessarily listening to like being open, essentially. So um, I think the ideal personality um, does not exist like in in the sense that um having a, having that ideal personality exist solely in the world will not exactly be beneficial like say like there were only open and, and like agreeable people in the world that doesn't necessarily mean the world would be good like would be better than it is now i mean that's my view hmm. I have a question. How much do you think or how useful do you think it is for people our age to be taking personality tests? So like going into university and making big life decisions, do you think personality tests really should be important for our decision making or should impact our decision making in any way? Have you got any take on this? Well, I mean, I think it's especially if you don't know, um, like what your interests are or who you are at your core, which I think most of us here do. But if you don't, I think it's important. And again, it, it presumes that 
your personality is is sort of set in stone and not fluid because yeah. uh, it can help essentially guide you towards the course that you want and perhaps a future career but if you do if you know what you want i think or if you know r- rather uh, you have a brief understanding of what you like um how you treat other people uh your personality traits not necessarily fitting into a personality type um i think it's not really necessary because as you say um it has the potential to box your thinking into one mm. field or another rather than pursuing the field that you most want to do or rather shifting between fields if i like like when you mentioned that um the idea that personality might be fluid because i i feel that that's pretty personally related to like um, depending on who you're with or the environment you're in like different aspects of your personality will show up mm. and perhaps that well not to say it's artificial but um i mean okay sure sometimes like artificial aspects of your personality might come up as well i suppose so i think the idea that personality is fluid is quite quite acceptable to be honest i think it makes sense that personality is fluid i think especially at this age when a lot of our experiences are actually defining us because we still we're still quite young so i think that's interesting <laughs> oh do you guys think that um so like as if we presume that personality is fluid do you think it only develops at certain stages in your life like like what you said Nicole like at this stage when we're making major life decisions and stuff or do you think it continually develops I think it actually continually develops I think major life changing like moments do have bigger impact i guess obviously but i think small small things like day to day things conversations or things you read i think over a long period of time have lasting impacts on what your personality type would be mm. yeah no, no i get it i guess the way for me is that over like the last two years like doing a levels i would say my personality has been affected like significantly not by me becoming head girl but me having to do a lot of things the head girl role entails over a period of time so mm-hmm. i think my personality was continually shaped by that experience rather than the title yep yep and that brings up an interesting question like um that shift um do you feel that your personality or like any aspect of it has changed like during the two years you've had at your levels i'd say yeah and <laughs> this might sound bad but like i used to always like my whole i uh, should i go in life yeah i didn't have a i didn't know what i wanted to do with my life like my goal was very shallow like i wanted to be a lawyer because it was fashionable at the time because um, i watched suits and so how i interacted with people and everything based on what i thought people wanted of me rather than what i wanted and i think a levels mm-hmm. really just if the only reason i i praise a levels is because it helped me sort of define my goals and my personality in a way that i find agreeable now 
would you say it helped you find meaning <laughs> rather than definition? Meaning, I think that's a that's a way more complex issue. So <laughs> I, I don't necessarily think that. Okay, I don't want to go into this right now, but I don't think A levels helped me find meaning in my life. But I certainly know the things that are important to me now in life. Uh, I think for myself in terms of A levels, mm, well, I think it'd be best if I ask you guys. Like, have you seen any changes in me? Like, I mean, I think this might be more applicable to shift because me and Nick didn't. Nick and I didn't really like know each other. I mean, we knew each other, but we didn't really talk like before A levels. So, but if you want to, like, of course, add in, you can. But Shiv, do you think there's been any like changes in me, like prior to A levels to now? I mean, obviously, since year six, there's been a lot of changes. Okay, <laughs> we, we're going there. <laughs> we're going... I mean, obviously, yeah, all, all of us had to mature. But I think you matured more quickly than most people. Um, not just from year 11 to, to A levels, I think. And you're also more, um, what is this, sociable? Not, not sociable in the sense that you're extroverted, but you get along with everyone. All right, and I I think that's something that developed over A levels. I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, no, no, I think you're right. Yeah, I think definitely it had something to do with like the small group, love. Like perhaps not sociable on like a greater scale, but since we had this small group, mm-hmm. like people people we didn't know before. Like even though we were in the same year in year eleven, year ten, but when we came to A levels, yeah, when you're in that sort of environment with people yeah I guess you do get more sociable Mm. for me I think a levels was the time where I had I was able to form a lot more meaningful relationships because Mm. in year 11 and like the previous years you had we had a lot of friends but we didn't really have as much opportunity to get to know them oh a levels was so nice (laughs) it's good that um we'll be able to go back yeah and, uh, I like how we're talking our... like we're already old people reminiscing about A levels. You know, I don't even remember like our last class. Like, what was my last class? I don't Same. remember. I didn't. I, I bet I didn't even realize at that point it would be my last class. All right, shall we wrap it up? <laughs> so, which personality type do you think is the most relatable? Um, probably the the anagram test. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like yeah. that test better too. I mean, Shiv, I mean, you, you, you've done both relatively recently, uh, I guess. I think the other one, what, what's it called? The yeah, 16 personality. I, I don't know, I felt like I related more with that one than the anagram test. Okay, all right. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider following the podcast to receive notifications every time we upload. If you would like to learn more about the three of us and our diverse interests, link to our respective blogs are available in the show notes. Also, should you have any suggestions for improvement, please feel free to email us at clearlyunclearpodcast at gmail.com. I will go ahead now, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Shiv, okay. Shiv, stop eating. I stopped eating. <laughs>